0: Gigapod is a podcast where we interview companies building exciting and economically sustainable business models in the gig, circular and sharing economies. Make sure to subscribe and to find out more, go to gigapay.co forward slash gigapod. Welcome to Gigapod. Today I am on episode 23, and I'm really excited about this one uh, because I am touching base again with Klaus Hembe, who has finally created this amazing report that we spoke about before Christmas. Hello um, there. And I, hi. <laughs> uh, and I also have my uh, colleague, uh, Gustav Mangfest, who is the CTO and co founder of Gigapay, on the call as well. Uh, so, how are you, Gustav?
1: Great. Nice to be here.
0: Yeah, fantastic. And Klaus, you're great as well.
1: Yes, yes. finally finished this report. It was a much longer work uh, than I ever thought of. Yes.
0: Yeah, so so tell us a little bit about it. How was it to work with the report?
1: First of all, just yes, to uh, get the focus of what is gig work or gig services all about. It took some, really some interviews, I guess, 20, 25 interviews because mm-hmm. before I got that perspective right. And then to understand how different competitors compete or cooperate is exciting. And also to look, at, look ahead uh, took some time. So, well, I guess it took about one and a half months more than, than I ever thought it would have taken.
0: Yeah, okay. I can, I can imagine. It was a was it a lot more broader than you had imagined it to be. Yeah, more, com-
1: more complex, mm-hmm. more, much broader, and and also much more. was we'll say people are much having much more different thoughts of the industry themselves. They mm-hmm. they are not very much in the same scope. They are very much in different industries. They say, but I say, no, you're in the same industry.
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and uh, Gustav, I have you today uh, joining us on the pod. Firstly, um, of course, as uh, as Gigapay has commissioned the report um, with class. Um, and also because you are really uh, one of the most inspiring people I personally know when it comes to talking about uh, the gig economy and how the sort of future of work is, is, is moving ahead. So it's great to have you here, Gustav. Um, Thank you. And so, so maybe we can start off, uh, Gustav. With, you can just share with us what do you see as the most important lesson from the gig report?
2: Um, the definition of uh... The, the gig uh, model has been a lot focusing on on the work and uh, uh, not so much about the consumer and uh, uh, all the the value that uh, uh, is created through a flexible and on-demand service yeah. but also how how uh, things are now changing rapidly uh, partly because of the pandemic how consumers are more open to uh, use gig service of, many different forms, Um, both um, deliveries, um, work in the home, uh, but also education over video or getting help from a doctor, Mm. Uh, and uh, and that will continue to grow, and more uh, established, mature company will also enter this space very soon. Mm -hmm. so so it's very interesting times that that was
1: a great conclusion I'm quiet I say
0: (laughs) (laughs) you don't have anything else to add no no fine fine fine. (laughs) everything's fine
1: it was just four (laughs) months summarized in 30 seconds that's great (laughs) no no, but i I can add something like uh which i didn't realize when i started the work is like the way way people consume online today and bring Mm -hmm. their goods to their doors uh have have changed focus when when do i consume do i do do it when i buy it or when i use it and gig services really help people to to, uh, to to use their their, their goods or their service in another way. I've talked to elderly people which have helped to, to cut their trees or to, to, um, to, to uh, reload their computer and so on. People get mm. help at the, in their homes. And we also spoke a lot about the digital services when it comes to doctors and so on. The so gig services helping people to, to, to use their, their uh, to have a more, let's say, uh, for easy daily life. Mm-hmm. Uh, was more uh, eye opener to me than I ever thought.
0: Mm. And now, because you you spoke a little bit about the um, the pandemic and how it's really been a boost for the um, for the whole uh, gig economy um, as a whole in a lot of ways. Um, if we just sort of like look a little bit more broader, how do you see the role of gigs uh, changing? And well, maybe Gustav, you want to, to take that one.
2: Well, um, <clears throat> I think that we will see more and more digital gigs or um, online uh, work. The young generation is now growing up getting education uh, over video. Uh, and that will become uh, standard probably, mm. and, and, uh, and it will be easy to find expert knowledge from anywhere in the world and uh, people are now also more open to to paying for for this service mm-hmm. and uh, I, I really like the idea of having um, a perfect match between the the needs and the, and the who is most suitable to to uh, to help
0: mm-hmm. and and what about yourself uh, class is there any insights that you have there on how the role of of gigs uh, could change in the future
1: it really depends on the industry i think the industry so far have been focusing very much on producing how do we produce these gig services what we're mm. emphasizing the report is how do we develop the services itself and it has mm. happens to be about has to happen about uh, be about the giggers. how do we support the giggers to make a better work when it comes to instructions education and and maybe help to, to find a way of doing the work even better. And that, that that's where I think we have a, say a crossroad when it comes to more easy gig work, which anyone can do if they have extra time. Mm. Like uh, helping to pick up, a, uh, maybe help children with their work at home, maybe and so on. But it, the more complicated, uh, uh, sophisticated gig works, like a doctor or a, um, a nurse can help me with, is, is not a part of the industry, which also are developing. And and, and both are getting more and more, what I see, uh, high wages because people are more and more ready to pay for these extra service, which make my life much more easy.
0: Mm-hmm, for, for sure. Um, and I know that you've been speaking a lot about the importance, not just on the technology side, but also towards how you can develop this towards um, customers and make it more customer orientated. Is there any sort of key learnings that you can see that traditional businesses uh, or, or, sorry, that gig um, platforms can take from uh, traditional businesses? Yes, I think
1: the consumer businesses which are now uh, was entering this space like uh, Bauhaus is having their gigas and and Klaas Olsson having their gigas. Uh, mm-hmm. Both of them are buying their gigas from professional gig companies. So they're not doing them, them themselves. But the mm-hmm. interest from the consumer side is because they have consumers which ask for it uh, directly or indirectly. So the consumers are ready, but maybe the platforms are not that good at reaching out to the consumers. So, so far... What I see is that consumer companies, traditional consumer companies, can be a kind of link between the the very technical, high technical platform and the consumer, I would say, interface. And mm-hmm. I don't, I don't think that it, all the platforms real, real, realize that they they can reach out even better, maybe through consumer companies.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And what about you, Gustav? Is there anything that you can say? Um, as the, the founder of GigaPay and sort of more sitting on the sidelines and uh, interacting more with uh, gig platforms, any key learnings that you can say?
2: I can uh, agree that uh, it's, it's always important to have a strong focus on the customers and uh, mm. perhaps some, uh, some uh, young startups uh, forget that when they work a lot with the, with the technology but also they they gain a very strong advantage compared to the traditional companies where they are able to automate things and uh, uh, a lot of uh, these services require a lot of automation and uh, smooth processes mm. uh, and and i think that um, that that's something that has been stopping many traditional companies from entering this space um, mm. But perhaps uh, it's easier now, and uh, we'll see more uh, traditional companies building their own platforms or start collaborating with uh, with existing. Mm-hmm.
1: And you, guys you talked, t- told me about something which I thought was very interesting. That you see technical companies which are maybe over investing in their own platform, the way they have maybe an average twenty different computer systems, and they are only. Uh, what is the real need of two of those 20, if they focus more of those two and maybe uh, had other services helping them out with the other, what to the say, 18 then computer systems, they will have more time to really to to bring uh, maybe profit and also smoothness in their systems. Maybe they overwork their technical, what to say, knowledge in some way.
2: Yeah, uh, In some way, you want to have as much control uh, of the all the different parts of the system but it's also wasting time i mean uh, time that could have been spent on building the core functionality and uh, Mm. really uh, focus on what uh, what you are best at
0: Yeah, for, for for sure, and I think it's it, as you say, it can often be a, a symptom of having uh, building a tech platform is that maybe you overcomplicate things um, sometimes too if you if you if you're being sort of in the control in, in the controlling seat. Um, but, Klaus, before you you mentioned that the industry is at a crossroads. I'm really curious about that and what you actually mean. So, can you just share a little bit more detail as to to how what, what do you what do you mean when what you meant when you said that
1: there are different ones I, first of all i think people view at the industry as, as a solid we'll a solitude a solitude and own industry itself but industries doesn't work that way they, they they join each other they cooperate they learn from each other and that that's what we already see when larger consumer and and companies use gig services to get even closer to their customers. So that, that's a crossroads for the industry itself to understand that they need to, to be a part of a larger, the larger picture. And also across when it comes to investors because investors don't invest in a technology uh, f- for for the very long run, in the beginning, yes, they can invest in technology and and those twenty systems that uh, Gustav mentioned. But in the long run, you need to uh, to show customers, you need to, uh, customer inter- interactions, you need to have loyalty, you need profit, you need uh, uh, your, your trademark, you need, you need you need you need to be a company which has a value as a company, not just like mm. a technical platform. And the, the, what I see these gig companies, they're not there yet. They're t- more maybe. May t- too young or too t- technical oriented to, to see the, the consumer perspective and, and the ones who are moving in that direction most fast will will, will join a lot larger picture also and also a larger profit, I guess.
0: Hmm. And and how do you see it, Gustav?
2: It's also a question about uh, knowing what is uh, scalable or uh, if you're building a, a small business with uh, only focusing on the, on your local uh, most uh, obvious needs, then also you might forget the big picture. And uh, uh, is this really a big problem for, for many people or uh, am I just building a, a small company here? Uh, and I think that uh, the balance between that for, for, uh, for startups that also are uh, looking for venture capital. And uh, you need to, to convince investors that you have uh, understood the market and you have a technical platform that can support it.
0: Mm-hmm. And, and how do you, just looking at uh, startups and uh, gig companies, um, often there's this uh, conflict between sales and engineers uh how i mean not just for gig companies but often fast growing any fast growing tech companies um is there any sort of insights that you have there uh, gustav that you see could perhaps make it easier for them to move forward together
2: well um working more customer oriented is also something that builds a culture uh, and will include the tech people uh, as well when you start focusing too much on uh, on your internal processes and uh, trying to build uh, and improve uh, various uh, systems that is not directly related to to the customer mm-hmm. you you also uh, start drifting away from uh, uh, what is important and perhaps that also leads to having uh, tech uh, people uh, building what is most interesting or or fun or uh, uh, they 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 maybe don't really know how to prioritize and, uh, That's also a challenge, I think.
0: Mm-hmm. So would you say that the seller needs to be, or the the salesperson needs to be better at sort of pushing the agenda of the customer internally? No, I think
2: everyone should be uh, involved in in mm. meeting the customer and
1: uh, understanding their needs. And the mm-hmm. investors too. I must emphasize because when I speak to investors, I've been I've been interviewing people in both Europe and and US. Uh, they are still very much into the 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 technical side because that's what this would say. Uh, you can you can put your hands on it. You can feel mm. the, the machinery. It works. It's it's real. But I say, are you sure that it's you have the right customer? Do you have any customers? And so that even the investors need to be more customer customer oriented. <laughs> and and
0: that's a long way to go. I think. Mm. And is there any sort of insights that, that you have um, specifically for uh, venture capitalists and looking at gig platforms and you're talking about becoming more customer orientated? Is there any specific sort of steps that they can take to, to take that journey? Yes, look at the the
1: gaming company has been the uh, recent year have a, had a terrific r- ride when it comes to customer uh, because people are sitting at home playing different games instead of working and so on. And, mm. and 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 what I see is that the investors are now looking at that industry and maybe uh, coming back to the gig industry and says, well, well, you don't earn that much money, you don't have that scalability as we have seen in other industries. When, when will you show that? And in that way, the investors will get more. Will say. Uh, Will show more critics and to to the industry. And in one way, it's very uh, good that they are more interested into the real business, not just into the technical part of it. So, I think uh, the industry must see that question as an invitation that the investors really need and want to know the the drivers and the gig services better.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, that's interesting. And it's sort of just. Um... Like moving forward from that, how do you see the relationship between giggers and gig, com- gig companies uh, developing in the future
1: Well I think we have to we have we can learn very much from each other uh the mm-hmm. tech companies have have shown what is an optimistic uh uh, view on technique, how, technique how we can use different systems, different way of using apps and interfaces in a way we haven't seen in the consumer area ever. Uh, so, but uh, still, same time we have the consumer businesses which know the consumers and how far can can you bring the consumers' behavior in which steps you can move them. How much do you need to inform, educate the consumers? So I think we have both. Uh, say both sides can learn very much from each other and that would
0: be exciting to follow up Mm -hmm. and is there any because you're you're talking a lot about uh, convenience for uh consumers is there any how do you see this impacting which gig companies will be the winner at the at the end of the day and I I will
1: just keep up that with you, class, for now. Yeah, sure, yeah. I, th- I think we, we're talking a lot about the computer systems which are efficient, but how efficient are they in the perspective of the giga and in the perspective of the consumer? I think that's where you have to put a lot of much more emphasis on how to and work work with it. So it's not the technique itself or the platforms doesn't have should not stop being a a terrific platform it's just building a car you keep it in the garage you need to have it worked out in the streets and have the driver <laughs> in this way the consumer uh loving it and and when they talk about it then, then they love it
2: i think yeah. uh, the uh, the gig model by definition is uh, is convenience and the, the gig platforms are the experts in delivering this convenience uh, so i think also uh it's about reaching out to to um, to the customers and uh, i i uh, um i think the the trend is also very clear once you have get more custom to to convenience in in different uh, ways it's is hard to go back no one um wants to go to the to the bank office uh, between t- 10 and 3 to mm-hmm. make their uh, bank uh, parents nowadays everyone mm. uses the the internet bank and the, the same thing will happen with uh, you, you don't want to sit in a waiting room for hours uh, instead uh, you can uh, have the the doctor come to you uh, over video and uh, mm. and everything will be much more efficient and um, and um, co- cost effective <clears throat> and uh, all those changes are are driven by tech companies and uh, Mm. it's just a matter of reaching out to to the customers and uh, and start growing your your business and now also it's not necessary anymore to to maybe focus that much on on various parts of the of the tech stack because um, the the market is getting mature uh, with a lot of support systems and uh, uh, different tools that you can use. Um, when when this was new, you had to build everything from scratch. Mm, there was mm. nothing to be used, and and um, I think that's something that has happened very
1: lately. Uh, mm. Mm. I, I think Klarna is a terrific example there because we started up with the Klarna, which helped people to buy stuff easily, and now today everyone is copying them. So Klarna mm. has shown another way, say another. Standard, and I think those standards also is coming into the gig services. Like like easy payout is a very important stuff. It's very important part of the, the the delivery and and the way you you um, you uh, you remember your your uh, your interaction with the gig services. You need all these different smoothness, or maybe more much more like ease when it comes to to the gig services. You need the ease of just
0: uh having the help having the service you need mm mm-hmm. uh, exactly it's a, it's a lot about convenience and efficiency isn't it and yeah. i think it's also very interesting how you you, you mentioned klarna and there's even disruptors here in the in the swedish market like with kra um, and they've really disrupted how, from a gig perspective, with, with their platform side, um, this uh, whole healthcare industry here in, in Sweden. But you also see how the convergence of that as well. Um, it's, and I also interviewed Klarna,
1: yeah. by the way. And 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 what I see is there, and what we can learn in the, also in the gig industry is that the, the the step we take is not one leap; it's many different small mm. steps ahead, and you not know where you're ending. So when 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 Lana recently had that. Uh, commercial with the Lady Gaga. Uh, mm. That was an idea coming up some months before. It it did it, it it was not the idea three years back. Uh, so the, the move of the moveness or the move of the industry is something we learn every day.
0: Mm, that's for sure. Um Gustav, I, I know that we both really love the report, but is there is there something that you feel is is missing perhaps from the report. Um
2: be honest now. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I think that one, one thing that is uh, not uh, highlighted enough is uh, how, how the digital gigs, gig uh, sector is, is uh, exploding now uh, mm. because of people working from home. Um, you, um, you start looking for uh, uh, different side hustles. You, can, you realize you can make money from uh, uh, your expert knowledge, you can uh, uh, you can uh, either educate or entertain people. Become like an influencer within your field, uh, and and people working remotely. It's it open up, opens up uh, your thinking. Uh, mm-hmm. Why should I sit here working nine to five? Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it doesn't feel like I am working uh, in the same way as before when i went to the office every day yeah. so so i think we will see more and more people starting doing side hustles and uh, mm. uh, and also consume more of this uh, uh, what they call the creator economy uh, in mm. uh, in the the U.S.
1: And I I, I agree and I confess and I apologize. (laughs) (laughs) Honestly, I I I think you're right. But uh, what I see when I interview people about the digital uh, gig service is that uh, it's not that mature yet and people don't maybe see themselves as working in the gig industry a doctor a gig doctor is primarily a, a doctor uh, a gig teacher helping their students over internet is also primarily a, a, a teacher a teacher that's why maybe this angle of digital digital gig isn't that emphasized in report maybe that's next year's work i don't know <laughs> no, But it's, it's, it's the future thing. class yes of course But i say <laughs> that next year <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah um uh, c- kind of related to that um is it because I think it has a lot to do with um, perception so would you say that the concept of gig service is needed?
1: Y- yes to me it's very much needed. It helps the uh, consumer companies, the consumers themselves to, to understand what they can demand. but I'm not sure that the gig industry themselves, the platforms are ready to to be one solid force showing that focus they are all, they are very much into different, Uh, directions uh, to develop their companies and maybe they're not enough uh, one industry to be that force. Maybe they're too much of different industries.
0: Mm -hmm. I don't know if you do have anything to add to that, Gustav. No, I think uh,
1: that was uh... (laughs) Mm -hmm. No, but what I I meant also is that people really ask for gig services but maybe they don't use that word. Uh, Mm -hmm. uh, So the gig services as an idea will for sure live further on many decades. But what we call it is not that, not sure yet. Maybe we have different words like home services or private services or digital services, I'm not sure.
0: Yeah, exactly. Um, And one of the things that we we obviously, as as Gustav mentioned, uh, convenience is really important. but also flexibility, as mentioned a lot on the report, is one of the major factors for gigs. Um, mm. So, so why why is this, and how do you see it developing?
1: Because the platforms can help the customers to demand a service whenever, wherever, and however, and to what what price uh, that the the consumer wants. And that power have never been in the hands of the consumer before because we haven't had the Possibility to demand all these stuff and and still get a, a proper service, and in that way, the the um, the industry have really given the consumer a whole new uh, way of consuming, uh, mm-hmm. and and that's what also will develop ahead. I, I think is very exciting.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, and and Gustav, um, just based upon the report and also your experience um, as one of the founders of GigaPay. Um, do you think that the the gig platforms have failed to take care of the of the giggers
2: yeah i think so um uh, at least um, it could be better uh, um they need more support and uh, the they should have more flexibility i think um, they should have payments quicker um it's important, I think, to to not only give the consumer and the and the companies flexibility, but also uh, the the giggers that uh, are the the ambassadors of uh, of the company, and mm. they are the front figure. Uh, and uh, mm. it should be possible to to support them better. But um, there are many challenges there uh, with the outdated uh, laws and regulations. And uh, some companies resort to to a more traditional uh, relationship with their giggers, which which I think causes uh, problems uh, because Mm.
1: that removes some of the flexibility.
0: Mm. Mm. I don't know if you have anything to add on that, Klaus.
1: Yes. One thing which I haven't mentioned, which I thought was very interesting, was that... Grades—the way we we give the the gigas uh, different grades when we have the work done from one to five, usually—you uh, mm. cannot compare the grades from different sites or different services because they are using it in in, in the, the average is very much different. So you can't mm. really compare a number four in grades at one service with four in another service uh, and, and the industry needs to have a standard which help the consumer to understand what, what is number four as a grade and how can I compare it and also that's in t- important to the, the giga so they can take their grades with them so if I'm a 4.2 giga at one service and I, w- I should be able to take that grade with me to my th- second work to have mm. these uh, let's say the, the, the flueness in, in the industry. Uh, so and that and that's just one of the examples that the industry is very uh unmature in one in, in that way.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I know that there are some initiatives being uh made and in different ways to sort of solve that problem as well, which of course is, is really important if you think about the whole gig economy and the importance to be able to move from one platform to another for a um for a giga. Um, I think that's uh, yeah something that will be exciting to see how it's developed. Mm-hmm. Um, so, tell me what happens now after the report. Um, and I know Gustav that we uh, engage with class for this. So, how do you see uh, things sort of developing from a gigapay side?
2: Coming out of the pandemic, I, I think we will uh, uh, still uh, ask for this convenience of uh, of uh, having gig service at home but it will also uh, open up new uh, new uh, job opportunities or uh, because that the the cons- consumer is is now more open to to this type of service you you will also al- also start using it where where you require more social interaction for example mm-hmm. uh, which has been Something that uh, people are avoiding now, but could be very convenient to to get help also with the um, things that would require more presence
0: mm.
2: and uh, yeah. and the companies um, they they need to be more flexible mm. now uh, with the uh, with the new uh, requirements that uh, they see from consumers but uh, also the high unemployment rates will will also Create new challenges for for everyone. Yeah, I think we are in in some kind of in inflection point. What
0: you
1: call I talked and, about the report. Yeah. We thought about doing some maybe seminars and maybe some workshops exactly. uh, the coming weeks, uh, mm-hmm. so anyone can join and, and so we can keep uh, keep up the debate and discussion about the industry's development.
0: Yeah, exactly. And I think that's that's really exciting. And I think just going back to the the discussion that. Class, you and I had um, before Christmas in our last port interview, then this is really just the starting point for the discussion. Um, And it's great that we now have the report, now we have a benchmark. Um, And I'm really excited to see how the discussion um, develops over the coming year. Um, So thank you so much again for doing this amazing work.
1: Thank Um, you. It was very
0: exciting. Isn't, yes. uh, uh, and I think we've all all got so many great learnings from it now the the episode, sorry, the. Uh, the report's going to be available on gigapay.se. I will link to it in this podcast episode, um, and so please uh, download it. Um, we'd love to get your feedback. It is in Swedish. It is on the Swedish market, um, but of course in the future we uh, may release a report in English version as well, um, but we'd really love to get the feedback, get the conversation going. Join us for the webinars. Join us for the seminars as well, um, and we can take it from there. Thank you so much again, class. And also so good stuff.
2: Thank you. Thank you. Fun.
0: Make sure to subscribe and to find out more go to gigapay.co/gigapod.